and welcome to Neither the Time Nor the Space, a podcast about Doctor Who. My name is David, and as always, I am joined by the apoplectic Matt. Hello there. At least, uh, you certainly were by the end of last week. Yeah, a yeah. frustrating one. It was, it was a, yeah. Not a fun watch, to watch even once. You watched it twice. Watched it twice, <laughs> yeah. Which is, uh, you From know. sins, yeah. That, I mean, I've got to admire your dedication with doing this podcast. Yeah. I really do. Because um, it's not been an easy ride so far, Series 2, Not with Series 2, no. Yeah. No. But here we are. We're at the end. Uh, the, the the grand finale. Yeah. Army of Ghosts and Doomsday. Yeah. I'm, going, I'm just going to ask you. Usual ranking system. Where, where are you ranking? Army of Ghosts and Doomsday. I'm going to say, and this might be a bold statement. Uh-huh. I think this might be the best one we've watched. I think this might be the best episode of Doctor Who we've seen so far. Wow, really? Considering how crap Series 2 was. Yeah. Although there was one or two. There's some, been some highlights this, here and there. This was a pleasant surprise. I really like this. Oh, I'm so There were some bits yeah. I didn't... I wasn't too keen on. Yeah. Um, but on the whole, yeah. Fab. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm probably going to be a bit more down on this episode than you are. Really? Yeah. I mean, the, I, I mean, I, I quite enjoy it, but I've got, I've got my problems with it. So there's the some bits I thought were excellent. Yeah. There were some bits I thought were a bit rubbish. Yeah. But on the whole, similar to the series one finale. Yeah. I sat and watched this with you know a keen eye. Fantastic. Well, I shall be um, relying very heavily on your keen eye because as ever, I've made sparse notes. Okay. So I suggest, without any further ado, let's just get stuck let's into it. Let's just jump it. in. Yeah. Okay. So. This is episode 12 of series 2 from the 1st of July 2006. Yeah. Now, this is the first time I can confidently say I would have finished uni at this point. I think every episode yeah. so far I've said you know, I'd have just been at uni. Yeah. I think I'd have finished by now. Yeah. So we open with Rose. View of planet Earth. Yeah. She says, This is planet Earth where I was born and where I die. Yeah. And straight away. We see Eccleston in flashback. Ah, oh, lovely bit of Eccleston. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't just realize for a second. how much I missed him. Yeah. Good to see him. Yeah. And Rose says that she thought herself and the Doctor would be together forever. We know that from the end of last episode. Uh-huh. But that was until the army of the ghosts, Torchwood, and the war. Yeah. So, hooked me in. And she said, this is the story of how I die. Yeah. Which is um, strong stuff. Yeah, especially because she's not dead. She's yeah. there to tell us the story. Well, that's the thing. It immediately sets you sets you wondering, doesn't it? Is this just somehow from beyond the grave? Is this is this Doctor Who? Anything can happen in Doctor Who, so who knows? But of course, um, if you recall the prophecy of the beast, um, she from... die in battle. Yeah, that's what. Uh, oh, I didn't Satan think of that until. Um, yeah. Till just now. Yeah. So it, it, you know, a little connection there. I don't for think you. that's acknowledged in. This not in the episode as such it's just it's just there as a little bit of foreshadowing of. yeah um, but anyway yes so of course we know that Rose is going to definitely 100% die at the end of this yeah. episode yeah because she's told us as much even though we know nothing ever plays out the way it's supposed to and as I've already said she is alive telling us no nah, but you know it's uh, sci-fi isn't it so yeah. anyway <laughs> so then we get the titles and the episode Proper begins with yeah. the Doctor and the Rose. They've gone to see Jackie. 
Yes. So Rose has some washing that wants doing <laughs> from all her travels. Yeah, uh, as you like, do at that age, exactly. she's going to see her mum. Yeah. Now her mum says that there's a visitor coming around. Yeah. Now, my mind straight away, the fact that Jackie was so keen, Yeah. I thought it was going to be Mickey at this point. Ah. I thought there was going to be some sort of twist. But, and he uh, was but gonna... you know, obviously we know Mickey's trapped in a parallel yeah. Universe, so it's not going to be Mickey. I, you see, I thought you were going to say that it would be Rodrigo. Oh, if only. <laughs> oh, get in. If Imagine it, I mean, that. Yeah, oh, right, Rodrigo's round. But yeah, no, 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 because no. that would all make too much sense. Yeah. It turns out the person coming round is Grandad Prentice, <laughs> Rose's Grandad, who's been dead for ten years. Yeah, yeah. So um, Rose is basically stood there thinking, "Oh my god, my mum's lost it. Yeah. I've, I've been away too long." And she's got actually mad yeah. with loneliness. But then, it's quite tragic. At this point, a ghost does come through the wall. Well, is it a ghost? Because, I mean, it's an interesting effect, isn't it? Because I feel like, it, to, to, to describe it, it's sort of a pale blue kind kind of thing. But it, it, humanoid in shape, but no distinguishing yeah, features It has whatsoever. no definition to no, it. No, no face. You can't, t- you can't even make out uh, a gender. Yes. It's just... So how did she know it was Grandad Prentice? Well, she says to Rose, you have to want it. Yeah. Um, and so she's just sort of convinced herself. Exactly. And and it seems like she's not alone in that. That these... Um, I kind of view it, um, in some ways, almost... A, it, it, it's uh, critiquing maybe the kind of mentality that uh, people have when they go to see psychics and things like that, yeah. where it's that thing of you, you, you grasp onto, onto the vaguest of statements to try and impose um, the, the actuality of someone that you've lost because you want to feel that connection again. And so that's exactly what Jackie's doing. She misses her old dad, understandably so. And this ghostly being keeps arriving in her kitchen what's she going to do but but so, try and rationalise I've also put in my notes if if you want if you have to want it to be somebody yeah wouldn't Jackie have wanted it to be Pete it's an interesting question yeah you know what does that say about Jackie that the person she wants most isn't her husband that tragically died in a car accident and she doesn't even think, yeah. I'm going to go look for the ghost of Pete. No. I mean, obviously, it'd be hard to tell, because they all look the same. It's funny, I've watched this episode, I don't, I don't know how many times, I've never had that thought before. Yeah. Because yeah. it would make more sense. Yeah, I suppose. I, I, I guess the relationship you have with your parents and, and with your, your spouse are very different. In some mm. ways, I wonder whether it would be easier... To cope with the loss of a spouse than the loss of a parent, because the parent is someone who is so constant in your life. Like, some a spouse someone who comes into your life changes that life completely, and then if they if they leave, it is incredibly tough. Mm. But you can kind of maybe cope with that, grow to accept that in a way that. I I feel like maybe just a part of your brain would always be like, oh, I wish my my mum and yeah. my dad were here. Maybe that's just me giving giving RTD credit he doesn't deserve as a writer. Yeah, <laughs> but um, because you're right, it would it would 
make a lot of sense. I, I just we, think we, it, know, we know, we know, we know. Peter's already established within the context yeah, of the show I, as someone that, we know. Jack that's what I meant. It would just yeah. be the the logical step. I would have thought as a writer. Yeah. Would be this character that people know. People know how he died. Yeah. They know the relationships. So maybe it's a more interesting choice. I don't know. Mm. I don't think there's any right or wrong here. No, no. But, no. but anyway, for for whatever reason, Jackie has glommed onto the idea that this is her late father yeah. and uh, Rose is immediately quite perturbed by this yes as I think anyone would be so then we cut finally to Torchwood we finally get to see Torchwood yep and we're introduced to Yvonne Hartman yep played by Tracy Ann Oberman yes yeah who I think for a lot of people will probably be well known for her roles in uh, like EastEnders she I think in she's EastEnders. in for to me, me go on Big train. Big train. Big train. Series two. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> not just that, she's probably in my favourite sketch from Big Train. Which would be? The one where, well, funnily enough, it's one we sort of touch on. Yeah. Where a guy takes his friend to the pub and introduces him to his other friend, but then when he goes to the bar to get a drink, his friend just goes bonkers. He cuts the end of his finger off. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. he's said. Uh, one of them says, oh, yeah, we were on the train. Some kids were kicking a Coke can. And he's yeah. like, Coke can? Is that because I'm not married? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Mark yeah. Heap, isn't it? Yeah, and Simon fant- Pegg. Fantastic performance by Mark Heap in that sketch. Yeah. Just totally unhinged. Yeah. I don't know whether I've got a favourite Big Train sketch. I have I, so many. I could talk about Big Train. Yeah. Forevermore. I feel like this, we need to table this discussion for yeah. another time. But, uh, but yeah, so Tracy Ann Overman... Great actor, great comic actor, but also does dramatic stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, I, th- I and... think she won a lot of plaudits in EastEnders. I'm yeah. not a fan, but I remember her probably be around this time yeah. that she was in it. Um, but yeah, she's seems to be in a position of power in Torchwood, mm-hmm. and she can switch the ghosts off. So yeah. there's a two-minute window every day where, where the ghosts... They come yeah it's seven minutes past two something like that and they they operate it but they call it going into ghost shift yeah and it's operated by means of two like almost steampunk levers yeah. like enormous yeah. levers um that they they use to somehow harness some energy or something we don't know the details yet but we know that for whatever reason torchwood seems to be somehow linked to these ghosts appearing and disappearing so whilst Jackie's explaining to the Doctor and Rose about the ghosts, yeah. she says they've been around for about two months. Uh, and as they're channel hopping, we get to see Trisha. Oh, yes. Classic yeah. chat show. Yeah. Is it still going? Mm, it moved to Channel 5, but right. then Jeremy Kyle sort of stole its uh. thunder. It was Jeremy Kyle before Jeremy Kyle. And yeah. then Jeremy... I feel like I'm saying Jeremy Kyle a lot. You asked, you were but Jeremy saying, Kyle is yeah. basically more extreme. Yeah. So was more popular. I'll be honest, I've never liked those kinds of shows. I've never watched them. I remember Trisha used to be on ITV at like four in the morning, going back to my student days. Uh Used to love watching it. Come in from the club, stick Trisha on for half an hour, go to bed. Um, So, in the talk show, there's a woman marrying one of the ghosts. (laughs) Yes. And then we cut to EastEnders, where we've got Peggy Mitchell talking to... (laughs) Den Mitchell, who's a character who is dead in yeah. EastEnders, I know that much. Yeah, um, but he's back as a, as ghost. a ghost. Yeah, um, and then back to Torchwood. There's a scientist character, 
and sort of deep in the depths of Torchwood yeah. in the labs, yeah. he has a sphere that doesn't exist. Yeah. So it has no mass, it gives off no electromagnetic radiation. Yeah. It's just this huge, golden, dark, foreboding sphere, mm. like suspended in space. Yeah. Um, I don't think it actually has any powers to do so, but a lot of the time they say that it stares at them and makes them yeah. unnerved. Yeah, because you can kind of sense that it's there, but it's not there. and etc. It actually reminds me a little bit, have you seen Arrival? Um, no, I'm aware of it. Yeah, that. it's quite quite a... I have my issues with it, but it's quite a good little sci-fi film. Um, and the, the basic premise is that all of these very sleek, obelisk-like uh, spaceships just sort of turn up in this valley in Utah, I think mm-hmm. it is, and they just sit there and at first nobody knows what to do with them and it's just all about the kind of the, the, the response to you know this seemingly alien presence and so this again it's just this thing that this alien object that has come into our world somehow and doesn't seem to play by any of our physical rules mm-hmm. so yeah a really really intriguing little premise I think that so from there we cut to the offices at Torchwood yeah where a character I've just referred to as girl yeah. speaks to a character I've referred to as bloke. Yeah. Because I don't think they're named. Using some sort of off-brand MSN Messenger. And, and a really, really weirdly designed version of MSN Messenger where it opens a separate window for every, every message. Yeah. It's I don't know who thought that was a good UI, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're flirting, they're sending messages. They are. And yeah. they go off into an office that's under development yeah. for a bit of rascal time to get yeah, there. Yeah, they've got it's got like sort of plastic sheets up. Um, yeah. And, and you know. He sort of goes round the corner of yeah. one of these sheets. Yeah. She loses visual on him. Yeah. Can't find him. Yeah. And then when she's looking for him, she finds a Cyberman. Yeah. Just sort of stood stony still. Yeah. Staring at her. So, were you expecting the Cybermen to make a reappearance? I wasn't. This early on? No, yeah. no. Because um, this series, I've not watched the next episode teasers. Yeah. And the title gives nothing away. Yeah. So, so it's actually a fun little surprise, isn't it? Mm. Um, and again, of course, we're, we're immediately thinking, well, hang on, the Cybermen are from a parallel universe. Yeah. yeah. What are they doing here? I mean, we have. I mean, I think you alluded to it at the time that there have been Cybermen. There have been other Cybermen, but but this is Cybermen as we know them in New Who. Yes, yeah. At present, there's been no other type of Cyberman anyone's seen. So, okay. Now, when the girl returns to the office, the bloke's just with her, as if nothing's wrong. They just go back and sit down. Except for the fact that they are now wearing two very stylish uh, Bluetooth earpieces. Mm, Exactly. (laughs) Now. Rose and Jackie, this is one of the things I liked about this episode. They have a conversation about what happens when Jackie dies. You know, yes. Will Rose be attached to sort of their home in the way that Jackie is? Yeah. Will she continue adventuring? Yeah. And is this where Jackie sort of worries that Rose is already changing to the point of being unrecognisable? Yes. And yeah. sort of says, you know, there'll be some woman walking around on an alien planet one day but it won't be Rose Tyler yeah 
It's really harsh, I feel like. But understandable ev- from every time but they've had sort of mother-daughter time yeah. on screen, it's ever it's either been where they're in immediate peril yeah. or where they believe they've been defeated. Yeah. We've never actually had a really good glimpse at their relationship not you know not really since the very first episode i don't mm. think um so yeah it's it, i really at this point i feel like they've done a really good job of building up jackie to the point that she's not just a comedy one note like harridan of a character mm. she you feel for her you feel for the fact that this is this is a woman who's probably didn't want a great deal out of life i don't feel like she would ever really i think she would have been quite happy staying in one place yeah. With the people that she knows, but the, crucially, she wants she all she wants is her family with her, and she's lost her parents. She's lost Pete, she's lost Rose. Effectively, yeah, yeah. Rose checks in once in a while, but basically everyone she knows, in some capacity or other, just seems to leave. Yes, and she's kind of stuck there. Yeah. So yeah. Back to Torchwood. We're sort of flicking backwards and forwards between these two scenes. Yes. The ghosts are switched on again. Now at this point. The Doctor traps one. He does, um, yeah. We get one of the things I didn't really yeah. like on this episode. I know what this get is. His awkward, like, Ghostbusters dance. Yeah, yeah. I don't care for that. Yeah. Don't care for that one. I mean. But he sets up weird little, almost like traffic ghosts, yeah, aren't they? But, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, and it's like, just like a little stasis trap to try and just hold one of these ghosts in place. Yeah. So, Torchwood acknowledges yeah. that one of them's been captured. Yeah. They get mad, turn the ghosts off. Yeah. But in doing so, they also hack CCTV to view the area where this has happened. Yeah. And they spot the TARDIS. Yeah. And straight away, they know the TARDIS means the The doctor. Yeah. And so they immediately just kick into high gear and uh, commandeer the TARDIS. Yeah. 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 It's convenient because the TARDIS... The Doctor just goes to Torchwood anyway. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, yeah. so you know, oh, they're yes, like, oh, we'll get yeah. the Doctor. But yeah. he just turns up. Yeah. Jackie's still on board at this point. She was just along for a little oh, ride, a little trip out. Yeah, I did quite like the reveal that Jackie oh, it was, yeah. it was still She's on board. She's just sort of sat on a shelf high up. <laughs> yeah. And, and just... when they're ready for action, Rose yeah. just sort of goes... My mum's still here and points. Yeah, and, and her line, I quite like her line, which is where she says to the doctor, if we're on Mars, I'm going to murder you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I think in, in all the time we've watched Doctor Who, the biggest change has been my like appreciation of Jackie. Yeah. She's gone from someone I didn't really like to possibly one of my favourite characters. She just adds... It's because she grounds things. Yeah. In such a fun way. And she goes from being like angry and grating to once she sort of accepts what's happening. Yeah. She's like quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Where are we up to? Where are we up to? Okay. So they go to Torchwood. And as the doors of the TARDIS open, people have their weapons drawn. Mm-hmm. But once the Doctor steps out, they give him. A round of applause. Everyone's super happy to see it. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's then, really weird, isn't it? The energy yeah, of this. And, it, it starts off quite tense. Yeah. And even the Doctor's sort of visibly thrown by yeah. what's happening yeah. around him. Yeah. And like, and, and, and Yvonne Hartman 
is is there at the front, kind of leading the, the applause. And when the doctor says, "You know, I'm the doctor," and she her response is in the most patronising voice imaginable. I should say so. <laughs> just like hooray! Yeah. It's just like it's such a weird yeah. little moment. I yeah. absolutely love it. Um, so the doctor convinces them that Jackie, because she steps out of the TARDIS as well. Yeah. Is his assistant, his accomplice, yeah. that hits she is Rose Tyler. Yeah, he basically is trying to protect Rose. Yeah, <laughs> so he's throwing passes. Jackie under the bus. Yeah, and doesn't he say something like, oh yeah, she looked into the heart of the TARDIS and is aged of fi- like 57 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, that was quite a good moment. Yeah. I like that little joke. Because yeah. of course, she's so angry. <laughs> oh, yeah. But she can't say anything to... Yeah. yeah. So... The Torchwood Institute sort of introduce themselves. They acknowledge that they shot down the cigarettes at yep. Christmas. Yeah. And then they claim the TARDIS as their own. So Rose is still inside. Yeah. Now... Yeah, because they say, if it's alien, it's ours. That's their motto. Yeah. Yeah. So back in the Torchwood office, and I might need your help on this. I'll give... I'll, I sort of didn't really understand. I'll do my level best. So, the girl from earlier yeah. is convincing bloke to go see the Cyberman. Yeah. Is it the same bloke from earlier? Or is no, she, a different bloke. She's trying to just convince... Another, uh, just another generic young man. What an absolute Jezebel. <laughs> Putting it around the office. <laughs> to be fair, she is now like fully assimilated into... Yeah. 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 So, um, so again, yeah. it, it doesn't really hold your hand through no. it, but as we know from... Rise of the Cybermen. Yeah. Basically, once you've got that earpiece, you're as good as Cyberman. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. We then get the history of Torchwood in a conversation between the Doctor uh-huh. and Yvonne. And the Doctor's invited to view the sphere. So they're hoping yeah. his knowledge of the universe will yeah. be able to explain it. Yeah, and he, and, and he sort of questions him and says, well, uh, so am I your prisoner now? And Yvonne's like, oh, yes, of course. Um, so... Very matter-of-fact and civil about it, but uh, she has this kind of imperialist authority, yeah. which I think stems from the fact that Torchwood is this sort of royal institute. Does she even make reference at this point to the fact that, th- that they work for the good of the British yes. Empire? To which Jackie yeah. says, there isn't a British Empire, to which she says, not yet there isn't. Yeah. So that gives you some indication that Torchwood... Not necessarily great. They're, they're not. It's not like Unit, who are just yeah. there to neutralise alien so threats. We, you, you've talked about Unit. I have passed yeah. from classic Who. Yeah. Are they still in existence? Yeah, we've seen them. We've seen them in action a couple of times in the new series. We have. That's it's right. not. Yeah. They don't really. They haven't really made a meal out of Unit at this stage. Because yeah, they're they're in the Christmas Invasion, aren't they? They I are, right. and uh, and they are also in uh, Aliens of London, I think. Right. Um, so yeah, they they pop up every now and then, but we haven't really. It's almost been just like a nod and a wink. Yeah. It's not really. We've not really sort of made a meal out of the fact that Unit's back. Whilst viewing the sphere, the Doctor tells them it's a void ship. So yes. It's a vessel designed to exist outside time and space. Yeah. Between dimensions. Makes sense. Yeah. We've known that, that we've seen the TARDIS inadvertently travel through the void. Yeah. To get to. Yeah. So uh, this has been world. acknowledged. Yeah. We sort of know what the rules yeah. are. Yeah. So at this stage, 
were you starting to think what might be in the void ship? Uh, I, again, I thought it would be Cybermen. Yeah? I thought it would be Cybermen. Yeah. As soon as they said, you know, oh, it travels between dimensions. I was like, the only right. acknowledgement we've had of other dimensions has been the, the Cybermen. So you're like, this is, must be how the Cybermen got through. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we find out that the sphere came first, then the ghosts. Yeah. And the girl from earlier leads another man to the Cybermen. Yeah. Where... We don't see his death, but we hear like whirling circular saws yeah. and screaming. Yeah. So Rose then poses as Torchwood staff to sort of get through the building. Yeah, she grabs a lab coat and starts sneaking around. I think she, is she trying to get back to the doctor or is she just investigating at this point? I think she's trying to reunite with the yeah. doctor. I think she got fed up waiting in the uh, in the TARDIS. Now, one thing I've written at this point and. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Is I've just written, why does the doctor keep wearing fucking 3D glasses? <laughs> but all in good time. Yes. Um, and I, I, and I, I had no idea. It was just irritating that he kept putting them on. Yeah. And it was, nobody was acknowledging it. Yeah. 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 It is. It's, it's just this kind of little motif. At first, you might not even notice it the first time he does it, but sooner or later, he does it so often throughout the episode. Anytime he's looking at something interesting or new, on comes the 3D glasses. And we kind of think, like, did they do this episode in 3D or something? No. No. He just constantly pops them on randomly. And it's almost whenever he... Whenever he's investigating something, when he's looking at it, in the way I would put my spectacles on. Yeah. Like reading glasses or something. 3D glasses on. Yep. So we find out Mankind is harnessing the Breach as some kind of power source. Yes. We've sort of had this plot in The Impossible Planet... Where we find out it's basically never a good thing. If yeah. there's unknown power, don't try and harness it. Yeah, not not at least until you've actually understood its origin and yeah. its. Um, but also, I think it's kind of a fairly accurate reflection of uh, the human approach to uh, new discoveries and new technology. Yeah. In the same way that you know, in the early twentieth century, people were walking around with um, you know wristbands made from radioactive material because yeah. they thought it would help with rheumatism. <laughs> Right. Yes. So, they cancel the ghost shift for the first time ever. Yeah. Uh, I, I really love the way this whole scene all plays out. Because, first of all, I think, does the Doctor do his little demonstration with the glass yes. window? So, to try and visualise what's happened by, you know, the, the breach between the worlds, he sort of forms a crack in um in this sort of window and it actually it says torchwood on it and he, and he does it perfectly in one of the o's in torchwood which is a lovely little touch and then he says you know and you keep every time you do this you you put more strain on it you you make the cracks bigger and sooner or later you just taps the glass it all, it shatters. all shatters and so then when um the when Yvonne Hartman in her sort of imperious way is like we know exactly what we're doing. It's fine. We've done this. We've done this a thousand times before. The doctor says, "Well, stop at a thousand. Yeah. Um, but she's determined to do it. Do it again. So rather than arguing the point further, he backs down and just says, "Okay then," and just sits back, with, uh, you know, and casually puts his hands behind his head, pops his feet up, ready to enjoy the spectacle. If if there was popcorn available, 
he would no doubt have grabbed some popcorn at yeah. that point. And it, and he's effectively playing chicken with her. Yes. Yeah. And so the countdown is getting closer and closer. And then at the last second, she decides to cancel. Yeah. And the doctor wins. So once it's cancelled, we cut back to Rose, who's snooping on the sphere. Yeah. She tries to use psychic paper to convince one of the scientists that yeah. she works for Torchwood. But it turns out Torchwood staff... Uh, given training on basic overcoming yeah, yeah psychic abilities and things yeah. so psychic paper has no effect yeah yeah so and uh, <laughs> of course she's immediately rumbled as an imposter yeah uh, does he trigger an alarm at that point I think so I think he he locks down the room That's so right. that she's stuck in there with them so back upstairs girl bloke and other bloke yeah who I've just referred to as Torchwood grunts now. Yeah, yeah. They override the system and begin the go shift that was previously cancelled. Yes. So, the Doctor then uses his sonic screwdriver on their earpieces. Yeah. And they just die. Yeah. So, he sort of pulls one of them out of the uh, ear. I think Yvonne Hartman does, actually. Because yeah. she wants to know, she's just like, well, it's just ordinary, it's just standard issue Torchwood kit. What, what's, what's going on? And she pulls it out and there's this, like, horrible, organic wet tube mm. attached to it so like, I don't think we see that in Rise of the Silent no we do don't we? but yeah so we can see that it's, it's like it sort of goes right into their brains basically yeah now, super gross this, this is possibly my favourite part of the yeah. first episode yeah is where the sphere becomes active yes and all of a sudden just a voice from Nexa Rose just goes oh don't worry we'll sort it out and it's just Mickey yeah he's back Mickey's back yeah after like a couple of episodes ago yeah. I was like does, does Mickey save France? <laughs> I mean, that question's not answered, but Mickey's back. We could read between the lines. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so he certainly seems a lot more battle-hardened. He does, yeah. He, he almost seems more like Ricky than Mickey. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's, he's learnt a thing or two on his travels. Um, but yeah, so... Were you genuinely expecting Mickey to ever? Not at all. No? Not at all. Oh, I'm so glad that paid off for I thought you. he was going to come back at the beginning. Yeah. And I'd sort of given up hope. <laughs> Once I knew the Cybermen were coming, yeah. I thought it was going to be just those. Yeah. So, back upstairs, the Cybermen attack the Doctor. Yeah. With just awful special effects. They're not it's great. It's like the Buzz Lightyear arm laser. Pew, pew. Yeah. I yeah. didn't really like that. But then, the Cybermen summon all the ghosts... Yes. Because all the ghosts are Cybermen. Yep. So it's all it's all coming together, isn't it? So it's it We know that the ghosts had yeah. come through across yeah. London. Yeah. Why did one keep going to Jackie's flat if it was just a Cyberman? Do you think that was Cyberman Jackie? The the um implication, I believe, was that they had stationed themselves anywhere where there was essentially a crack. Right. That they could get through. Yeah, to go back to the doctor's demonstration. Anywhere where the, where there were sort of branching cracks between the worlds, they sort of stationed themselves so that they could essentially when they all come through, they are placed in semi strategic at least points yeah. all over the world. So it wasn't necessarily anything to do with Jackie. No, nothing. Nothing specific to her. They were just coming through wherever they could. Right, so, probably my favourite line of this uh, episode yeah. is when the Doctor says, this isn't an invasion, it's too late for that. Yeah. It's a victory. Exactly, yeah, because they are everywhere. Yeah. They've won. They, you know, the, the invasion happened a long time ago. And then yeah. Mickey explains 
that the sphere is is it Mickey or the Cybermen that yeah. explain that the the sphere is not of Cybermen origin? Yes, yeah, because I think at this point the Cyber the Cybermen have you know basically commandeered the Doctor and Von Hartman. So the Doctor is sort of quizzing the Cybermen, being like, "Okay, but I don't understand the sphere. How does the sphere play to it? You know, because the sphere has become activated, uh, and and yeah, the Cybermen is just like it is not of our origin. Uh, we just followed it through." basically. So the breach had already happened as a result of the Void Sphere um, and the Cybermen were just piggybacking. So at, at the end of this first episode yeah. the Sphere opens and in my notes I've just written, oh shit it's the Daleks! Yeah! I, I didn't it's... see that coming. Oh, it's so good isn't it? It's such a good reveal. Yeah. Because we haven't seen Daleks all, all series. And we're led to believe that they've been eradicated. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, or at the very least, out of... Okay, in-universe, they've been eradicated. Out of years, we know. It's Doctor Who. Daleks will show up whenever they're going to. But you do kind of think, well, we did Daleks last series. They're probably going to give it a rest. We've got the Cyberman. That, the Cyberman, they're a big, iconic um, villain for, for the Doctor Who as well. Brilliant. We've got ourselves a Cyberman two-parter to round off the series. But then all of a sudden, halfway through... Daleks. Yeah. Love it. So the stakes are raised yeah. at this point. So we're now into episode 13, Doomsday. Yeah. From the 1st of July, yeah. 2006. Basically, pre-titles, we just get a recap. Nothing yeah. really of any note. So we start with Rose shouting at the Daleks. Yeah. Straight away, she just shouts the word Dalek, and that gets her attention. Yes, because, I mean, obviously, uh, her, her play basically is... You, uh, I know what you are, um, and you don't know how I could know what you are. Yeah. So surely I've got an interesting information. Like I'm worth keeping alive, because she she's known the Daleks long enough to know that they will not unless you are of the strategic value to their goals. Then you are yeah. just so cannon fodder. She like acknowledges the time war. Yes. And things like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. People shouldn't know. Exactly. So that's enough to stop them in their tracks. So they discuss at this point the Genesis arc. Yeah. And an awakening. Yeah. So that doesn't sound ominous, does no, it? No. So I've put a big star next to that in my yeah. notes because it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. Now, the Doctor, in sort of a theme through the first couple of series, at this point, promises Jackie that he'll save Rose. Yeah. In the past, I think he said he can't make that promise. Yeah. But here, straight away, he yeah. makes that vow. And yet we do kind of know, I think at this point, it's a hollow one because, yeah, he's he's a, he's a very capable person in a crisis, but he can't guarantee everyone's safety. We know, we've seen the body counts of previous episodes. We, we, yeah. we know... How this could potentially go down, and we've all, and we've again, we've had the foreshadowing. Rose is going to die. Yeah. She's she's told us as much <laughs> herself. So um, speaking of body count, yeah. Once the Cybermen have broadcast across the globe, yeah. There's widespread terror. We yeah. see London in flames. Yeah, we see a, a, a particular family on a street just being terrorised um, by. Cybermen. I wonder what Elton thinks of it all. Ah, uh, he's. He's probably too busy. Uh... With his payment slabs. <laughs> yeah. So, the Daleks, back to those and Rose, yeah. they ask Rose for the least important member of their group. Yeah. She says that's not how humankind works. Everyone's of value. But 
the scientist that she'd been speaking to steps up. Yeah. Well, specifically, he doesn't say I'm the least important, but what he does say is, look, I can give you information if that's what you want. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think he's... I don't think he's straight up betraying... I think he's just trying to play for time, really. Yeah. Um, so they extract his brainwaves and turn him into, like, a horrible ashen skeleton yeah, thing. Yeah, they... they, they, they it, he says they'll give him information. What do you want to know? And they just command him to kneel and then group around him suckers out and again the the ones you know people used to joke about them being toilet plungers um but yeah they just sort of just Melt suck him dry oh it's grim it is really grim to watch so following that the cybermen finally meet the daleks yeah and mickey says it's like stephen hawking <laughs> meeting the speaking clock which is just <laughs> such an uncouth joke isn't it it is but it is funny um and yeah, so they're just kind of, kind of shit talking each other, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. You think they're gonna be allies? I I did like the yeah. bit where it was like I think the Cybermen say, "Tell me who you are," and then the Dalek says, "Daleks will not answer," <laughs> and he says, "Well," the Cyberman just goes, "You've just told us you're the Daleks." <laughs> it's basically and... like, "Don't tell him, Pike." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the Doctor at this point phones Rose the fact that she answers says to him that she's still alive so he's trying to work out what do they need her for yeah okay and the Cyberman proposes an alliance with the Dalek but the Dalek refuses yeah kills them yep and the Dalek says I quite like this line that the Cybermen are superior in only one aspect <laughs> oh, yeah. their ability to die <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Daleks again, just... are like stone cold killers they are that is literally what they yeah. are yeah, but whilst this communication links ongoing, so yeah. all the Daleks are sort of viewing through one, which is uploading. Yeah. They notice in the background just the Doctor. Yeah, and they immediately see him as hostile. Yep. At this point, the Cybermen begin upgrading the office grunts. Yes. Yeah, and they're starting to file them in through the the tarpaulin. So in amongst them is Tracy Ann Oberman. Yeah. Who keeps saying, oh, all I did was my duty. Because yeah. Jackie sort of lays, lays the blame at yeah. her door. And yes, I think she says, I did my duty for queen and country. Yes. Yeah. And just at the point where things are looking really bad, Jake appears. Hey, everyone's favourite. Yeah. Ben from Biker Grove. <laughs> yeah. And he just got he's just got a big ray gun. He's got a big ray gun and he's got what appears to be like a Fisher-Price medallion. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's this really chunky bit of plastic on a so, chain. His universe has Torchwood as well. Yeah. That developed all this tech. Yeah. And he zaps the Doctor away. Yeah. He sort of says, oh, I'll show you. Yeah. Before the Doctor can say no, they're zapped to their universe. Yeah. Where... Which is a bit bluer. That's yeah. how you can tell. Yeah. It's, it's a bit bluer. A bit bluer. <laughs> but in their universe, Torchwood... Yeah. Has Pete Tyler. He's yeah. now involved. Yes. I think they say something like the People's Republic took over mm. the Torchwood. Um, so, so yeah, and they're basically just using it to continue the fight against the Cybermen. And which is why they're following them through into our universe. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he says that because the Doctor's in his reality, the Doctor will listen for once. Mm-hmm. And 
we then cut back to Rose. There's a callback to Dalek where she remembers that it was powered up by her touch. Yes, yeah. And the Dalek claims at this point that the Ark was built by the Time Lords. It's the yeah. last remnant of their world. Yeah. And so again, suggesting that it will need the sort of the, the touch of a time traveller to activate it. Again. Yes. So, whilst explaining to the Doctor, Pete says that they sealed all the Cybermen in factories. Yeah. But people thought that was unethical because obviously there's an element of them being human. Yes, yeah. And somehow the Cybermen infiltrated Torchwood in their universe, mapped onto our world, and then all the Cybermen vanished. Yeah. So that was three years ago. So there's a bit of a time disparity yeah, between yeah. what's going on. Yeah. But in their universe, Harriet Jones is president now. Yeah. So what's well, the worst that could happen? Well, as the doctor says, I'd keep an eye on her. Yeah. She'd so. fuck everything up. Yeah. But in their universe, the breach is causing like unprecedented global warming. Yeah. So not just things getting warmer. Yeah. It, it's pretty catastrophic. Yeah. So, the Doctor, Pete and Jake all being back, and the Doctor decides his plan is to surrender to the Cybermen. Yeah. So, the Daleks, at this point, are trying to make Rose touch the Ark. They know that yeah. her power in the episode Dalek awakened that Dalek. Yeah. And Rose, at this point, says she's the one that killed the Dalek Emperor. Yeah, she's kind of almost goading them at this point, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. So they, I mean, they first of all, can't believe that she's even met the yeah, Emperor, yeah. let alone she's the one to kill yeah. him. Yeah, well, they didn't think the Emperor had survived the Time War. Mm. Um, they, they were under the impression that they were the only survivors of the Time War, um, on account of them hiding out in the Void Ship. Yeah. So, the Doctor finally joins back with Rose yep. at this point. And Mickey's r- weirdly nice to the Doctor. Yeah. I mean, they sort of parted on good terms, but they'd never been best friends. But no, I, he I, sort of says, good to see you, boss, and they yeah. do like a fist bump. Yeah. And they've never had that Well, I think it's just because, like, through travelling with the Doctor, albeit briefly, he basically got a second chance, didn't mm. he? You know, on, on that parallel... Earth. He got a chance to turn over and has obviously, I think, made a good job of, of it. Um, so now that he's back, you know, fighting the fight and, you know, reunited with his nan and all the rest of it. Mm. Yeah, so um, I think it's quite rather sweet to see. We've got we've come a long way from Mickey the Idiot, as uh, yeah, definitely. Eccleston used to call him. So the Doctor is told that these Daleks have names. And Daleks, up until this point, never have. Yes, yes. And we work out that they are the cult of Scaro. Yeah. Is that just, important? It's just a cool concept, isn't it? The idea of, like, free-thinking, radical Daleks. But is that a classic idea? Not a classic um, yeah. idea at all. This is this is an RTD invention, but I, I really like the concept of the cult of Scaro. The idea of just, like, four Daleks who, who, who were tasked with daring to dream... Yeah, and um, which is why, of course, they have names. Yeah. So we've got, who is it? It's Dalek Sec, Dalek Khan, Dalek Jast. Ah, oh, what's the other one? I can't remember. I wish I could. I used to know them all. Anyway, there's always time. There is. Yeah. So they tell the Doctor that Time Lord Science will restore Dalek supremacy. Yeah. And the Doctor uses the sonic screwdriver, but at this point the Cybermen and Resistance burst in. He says, it's a screwdriver, 
you know, it can't do everything, but it's really good at opening doors. <laughs> so he blasts the doors open. Yeah. So the Cybermen seem to be working with the Resistance now. I think they appreciate there's bigger fish to fry. Yeah. In amongst, like, the ensuing fight, there's a bit of fire. Yeah. Uh, Mickey basically gets pushed over and touches <laughs> the arc, which begins to power yeah. up. Yeah. Nice one, Mickey. And as they're escaping, they reunite with Jackie. Yeah. And we get sort of the touchstone, I think, moment of this episode between her and Pete. Ah, uh, so yeah. That Pete's reunite. obviously lost Jackie. Jackie's yeah. obviously lost Pete. Different and, Pete, different Jackie. But... Yeah. And, you know, they sort of say, you know, you're not my Pete, you're not my Jackie. And then after a while, they just embrace, yeah. which is yeah. which is nice. I love the, I love as well the moment where where Pete's saying you know in my universe I, you know my schemes worked out I'm rich and Jackie says I don't care about that how rich yeah and then he goes very rich she goes oh, I don't care about that how, how very rich, rich. <laughs> yeah uh, but anyway so but it is it, it's a sweet lovely moment and you are very much rooting for them at this yeah. point I feel like yeah okay so from there. The Genesis arc is now primed. Yeah. There's a big firefight. Yeah. As the Daleks are sort of wading through swarms of Cybermen. Yeah. Yeah. So all the Cybermen now return to Torchwood. And in amongst it all, the Doctor steals. And I don't think we talked about these last episode. Oh, no. These yeah. giant sort of magnet handles. Yes, yeah. It's, it's amongst the alien tech that um, Torchwood is showing off near the start of the episode. So, uh, effectively, they can stick to anything. Yeah. And you can lift it. Yeah. No matter how heavy it is. Yes, yeah. It just sort of holds the... Yeah. Because I, I thought yeah. that was a throwaway point in the first episode. Yeah. Uh, no. Chekhov's whatever those things are. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out. Anyway... So, so, the Daleks have now flown outside, and the Genesis Arc opens, <laughs> and begins firing out Daleks. Just, yeah, just spitting them out at a rate of knots. Because it is Time Lord technology, it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside, Yeah. and the Doctor says, basically, it was a prison ship. Yeah. So, it's, so it's millions of Daleks yeah. inside a tiny space. Yeah, so it's just obviously some remnant of the Time War that, that the... Um... The cult of Scarrow. Uh, we we have to fill in a lot of this in our head, but my my understanding is essentially the cult of Scarrow have managed to commandeer this prison ship. They dub it the Genesis Arc because they know what it contains. Yeah. So it, it contains basically the rebirth of the Dalek race for them. Yeah. They smuggle it aboard the void ship. Hide out, hide, you know, wait out the time war in the void. Beyond space, beyond time, and now they're ready to make their big comeback. Yeah. It's not looking good no. for planet Earth. Until, back with the Doctor, he explains that when he's wearing his 3D glasses, he can see void radiation. Yeah. And he notices that himself, Rose, yeah. Mickey, Pete, anyone who's yeah. passed from universe to universe is contaminated. contaminated. And yes, so he he finally he turns to them and says, "Is nobody going to ask what is it with the three D glasses?" And I'm I'm sure at that point you're like, "Yes, yeah, finally." So his plan is he's going to open the void. Yeah. From his side, it basically like depressurization. It will suck yeah. anything with that radiation back into the void. Yes, because because so, he said that that those that have passed through a few times 
you there's you know you've got a, co- a good coating of this void stuff, but the uh, the Daleks and the Cybermen are just saturated with it basically. So so his plan is for Rose to go through to Pete's world. Yeah. So she won't be sucked into the void. Yeah. The problem being, she won't be able to come back. Yeah. Once he's closed the void, she'll be trapped. Yeah. So Rose and Jackie at this point refuse to go. So I think Pete's trying to talk Jackie into yeah. it. The yeah. doctor's trying to talk Rose into it. Yeah. So the doctor forces Rose, but then she zaps back yeah. immediately. Yeah. I don't know why he thought that would work, but yeah. there you go. But Pete takes Jackie's transporter yeah. button thing, yeah. so she can't come back. Yeah. So the Cybermen are approaching to stop this. But Tracy Ann Oberman, as the Cyberman, yeah. stops them. So she's maintained some part of her humanity. Yeah, she's presume, uh, one presumes that her conviction to queen and country is so strong that it manages to override the Cyberman programming. Yeah. And so she's standing there, blasting Cybermen from the top of a stairwell, and we see a little oily tear yes. trickle from her yeah. Cyberman eye. Yeah. It's so <laughs> sad, isn't it? Yeah. Right. So, the Doctor's plan is to use the magnet handles to hold onto the wall yeah. whilst he pulls the lever, which will open the void. Yeah. Okay, so the Daleks approach, and they're sucked into the void with the yeah. Cybermen. Yeah. And one of the Daleks, I think he's outside with this Genesis arc, yeah. uses emergency temporal shift. Yes. So, does that essentially mean he's just zapped away for a little bit? Yes, and presumably, but with it being a temporal shift means he has travelled not necessarily in space, but in time. time. Yeah. Good. I'm glad I understood that, because I yeah. was just like, does that mean he's still around somewhere? Yeah. So, yeah. when this is all happening, the lever that Rose has pulled yeah. begins to move back into the closed position. Uh-huh. So she moves to keep it open. Yeah. Doing so means she loses her grip. Yeah. And begins to get sucked into the void. And... Obviously, this has been foreshadowed right from the start. We're like, oh, great. She's you going know. to die. Yeah. But at the last second, Pete teleports back, catches yeah. her, and teleports back yeah. to his reality. Yeah. Okay. So, Rose is now safe. Yes. But she's trapped. Yeah. She is in the other world. In the other world. The breach is closed. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. And we get a bit where... Rose is sort of propped up against the wall, yeah. crying her eyes out. Yeah. But then we get this sullen walk from the yeah. doctor where he's done his job, but yeah. he's really not happy. Yeah. About well, it. yeah. He's lost Rose. It's yeah. and obviously he did the only right thing that the only thing he could do in that scenario. But yeah, it's a big wrench for him. Um. And yeah. And oh, Murray. Look, I don't always love all of Murray Gold's music, right? Mm. But the music in this scene, if it wasn't emotional enough already, it is absolutely heartbreaking. Mm. And yeah. just and, and Billy Piper's performance, David Tennant's performance, you really, really feel the loss. Yeah. In this in this moment. Yeah. And Tennant, those Tennant's pre- brilliant in this. Yeah. Movie. There's a bit where he's screaming when he thinks he's lost Rose. Yeah. yeah. And then when the realization hits him that he has. Yeah. Yeah, and so then they're just kind of just either side of a wall, but a wall that can never be yeah. breached again. <sighs> and then we sort of get the finale yeah. of the episode. 
So Rose is in bed and she dreams a voice calling her name. Yes. So obviously Mickey, Jackie, Pete are all aware of the magnitude of the situation. Yeah. yeah. So they pack up in a Land Rover and drive following the voice. Yes. Yeah. And then the doctor appears to Rose on a beach. Yeah. And it's just like this ghostly hologram. Yeah. So he says that's the last remaining gap in the void. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had to harness the power of a supernova just yeah. to say goodbye. Yeah, yeah. And we find out that the place where they say their goodbyes is called Bad Wolf Bay. Just so there we go. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that. We've got it yeah. now. Yeah. We we had what is Bad Wolf? Yeah. And then the question was why Bad Wolf? And now and you know finally because it's where they say their goodbyes. Yeah, yeah. It's sweet. So in the new reality. Jackie is pregnant. Yeah. With, I'm presuming, Pete's child. We're led to believe. Yeah. Yeah. And Rose, it's. I don't know if she says she works for Torchwood, but she, she does. Yeah. 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 Because she 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 pulls his leg for a second and says she's back working in a shop, uh, and, and and the doctor's kind of <laughs> taken aback. And obviously, wants to be his wife. Good for you. You, you might yeah. not be able to see, it, but yeah. in my notes, I've written. Rose works, and then crossed it out, <laughs> and then written Rose yeah. works for Torchwood. Yes. I was like, she's back at the shop. She's uh, back with Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so so she's obviously she's she's working with Torchwood because you know she's seen a lot of stuff. She yeah. she's got you know useful intel there. So Rose finally says, "I love you" to the Doctor. Yeah, and just before he can, yeah, the Doctor fades away. Yeah. Which is it, just heartbreaking. It is, it is. He says, um, I suppose, as it's the last chance I'll have to say it, Rose Tyler, and then nothing. Yeah. And we just cut back to, to him in the TARDIS, on his own, tear trickling down his face. Mm. And your heart, if it wasn't already broken, it's a thousand pieces at this point. Yeah. So um, then he looks around the TARDIS. Yeah. And there's just a woman in a wedding dress. Yeah. And he sort of goes, what? Yeah. And she Turns. says, well, who are you? He goes, what? Yeah. Turns around. It's Catherine it's Tate. Catherine Tate. <laughs> yeah. End of series two. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I really like this episode. Really yeah. liked it. It's a really, really strong finale. And it is the thing that really did break the hearts of thousands of fangirls and fanboys as well yeah, i can imagine um especially those that had come on board with the new series and had only ever had rose mm. i think if you're along in the tooth doctor who fan you know the pr- the process you know in the same way that doctors come and go companions come and go nothing lasts forever but in in the past when we've watched classic yeah. and what have you and when we were introduced to sarah jane yeah, yeah. i i was always like well they're still around. Yeah. You know, somewhere, the Doctor's daughter yeah. is around. Yeah. But I like this ending that, nope. Yeah. No uh, more Rose. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Because the Doctor even says, look, a lot of people were killed. You were just reported as dead. Yes. And that's how we get our little, you know, get out clause whereby RTD can can tell us that Rose has, has died. She hasn't actually died but she yeah. is as good as dead as far as our universe is concerned. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so, so for, but to say, as I was saying, so yeah, for those of them that, that had, had come on board with this series 
and had effectively started to treat the show almost like a romantic drama in some respects. It is, it is almost a love story between Rose and the Doctor. And all of a sudden, they are being denied yeah. the one thing that they were hoping for. Obviously, I've only seen the two yeah. series. So I've basically seen Rose's story. Yes. And yeah. I, I thought, because we'd had hints at it, I thought it was going to end with the I love you. Yeah. We just didn't get we it. We just didn't get it, no. Punch. And we don't, and it's kind of ambiguous, because some would argue that he was definitely going to say it. Mm. Some could would argue that maybe he was never going to say. He it. was almost waiting for the moment to run out so he didn't have to. Yeah. So he didn't have to acknowledge his feelings. Yeah. And quantify them in any way. No. It really good episode. Really like. Yeah. It. So well done, RTD. Yeah. For once. Well, you say that, you enjoyed the last finale as well. Yeah, but he didn't put any weird shit in this one. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I guess it was lighter on the weird shit. There's still some weird shit. Yeah, but not you know, pervy, they... sexy weird shit. Mm, not so much. Yeah. No, I'm not but... down with that. Well, um, yeah, I, I don't really know what... To... I guess any further discussion we can, we can have in the... Uh, For next week. The Series 2... Wrap up. Yeah. As um, always, if you've got any questions or anything yeah. for that wrap up show, our email is timenorspacepod at gmail.com and we're on Twitter at timenorspacepod. Yeah. Until then, thank you very much for listening, everyone, and uh, cheerio. Bye now. Contact us. Our email address is timenorspacepod at gmail.com and on Twitter we are at timenorspacepod. And thank you to Alexander Urban for his smashing arrangement of the Doctor Who theme.